0: listening to The Doer's Podcast, right here on The Doer's Network. And now, here's your host, Donald Robinson
1: II. Welcome, everyone, to The Doer's Network. I'm Donald Robinson II, your host. And for this episode, I have a special treat, a special guest for you all. I have Miss Amanda Luan, co-founder and CEO of Bamboo Detroit here. We're going to talk about some great things happening in Detroit and also talk about what we see as the future and other good stuff coming up. Amanda, how are you doing?
0: Good. Hi, Donald. Thanks for having me and bringing the podcast live to Bamboo. Um, I love everything that you've been doing, and it's great to finally get a chance to just sit on the show and talk about it.
1: Great, great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. So um, let's talk about how we started off with Bamboo and what year we started and and, and up to now what's been going on.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of funny as I was thinking about this show, I was trying to remember when we first met. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, right. I'm
0: not sure if I can now. It feels like all the years start to blur together. Right. Um, but we first started Bamboo in August of 2013.
1: Okay.
0: At the time, it was four friends: um, myself, Brian Davis, Dave Anderson, and Mike Ferlito. Right. And honestly, we were just four friends who wanted to work on ideas together. Yeah. There wasn't really a place to go yet in downtown Detroit, which sounds kind of crazy. But if you were in downtown Detroit in 2012, 2013, I mean, we had empty skyscrapers. Yep. Uh, We really had maybe a coffee shop. Um, It was just, it's been a, it's been a moment of change. And so we started out of this small space and really we were, we just wanted to work on new ideas and start companies and Bamboo was a space to just do that and it ended up being the company that actually worked out (laughs) ironically um but those first days are really fun uh we did a lot of community events and we realized that we wanted a space where all entrepreneurs felt welcome that was easy to access and that started to push forward new ideas and change our culture um, in detroit so that was like uh (laughs) 2013 and we're almost to 2020 wow. Right? you know wow. isn't that crazy isn't
1: the time the time has flown by so fast um and all you listened, i know you probably heard me before when i came on board it was like 2015-ish somewhere around in there and you guys were, everybody we were on brush and i was able like, to come into some of everything because i was trying to promote my own work and it's just the amazing growth has happened since between 2013 and now mm-hmm. 2019 There's been so much great growth and just a lot of things have been happening and popping off downtown and now we're going to the neighborhoods finally. So it's really about the growth and and seeing it mature and hopefully we can get going with uh, reaching people that aren't aren't necessarily exposed to even tech or entrepreneurship at all, but at least to get them aware of it.
0: Yeah, I think that's something that's really important. Um, I think... Yeah, so and sometimes I think when we're busy running our companies or grinding and doing good work, we forget to like kinda come up for air and see how much it's all changed. Oh yeah. So in some ways it's downtown has changed, but in other ways most of the city still faces a lot of the similar challenges. And oh, yeah. I think the work that you're doing exposing youth is super, super important. Um, because it doesn't make sense to have one part of a city growing isolated or siloed. Um, right. It's all about exposure and building this community together. Right. But what's been interesting from what we've seen from the greater sort of ecosystem perspective, uh, I think we're finally kind of starting to have these tech companies succeeding. Yes. Homegrown versions. And I think that's really, really cool. And it says a lot about we have the talent in the city. We have this work ethic. And now we're starting to see founders have yes. that experience. Yes. Then turn around and mentor and give back. So... Uh, one thing that I, we wrote a blog post about this recently, there's four unicorn companies in yes. Metro Detroit right now. Um, the first being Duo Security, which I know you interviewed Doug a little while back and yep. we all love Doug cause he's just super accessible founder, Oh yeah, really cares and gives back and mentors, um, which we really need in, in a smaller emerging ecosystem like Detroit and then Rivian who's doing, they're building the autonomous trucks out right. in, uh, uh, Plymouth, so right. a little bit outside the city, they they got almost I think it was five hundred million from Amazon and four hundred million from Ford. Wow, that was announced a few months ago, so it's been a minute. But that I mean they have to be you know valued at a billion dollars at that point. Sure. Um, there was another one called OneStream, which was uh, financial software company out in rochester and then StockX, which is kind yeah. of the new one that we all kind of knew but they just announced recently and they're they're kind of like the hot new brand of detroit yeah. um, building yeah. uh this e-commerce yeah. um stock market of things concept which sounds so simple but like no one's done it yet right. and gotten as much traction and they just brought in a CEO from eBay okay. to help them, and and so I think they're growing super super fast. Wow, um,
1: wow that's great! And so, then and then with them to be the first in the world to even attempt something like that and be successful at it, that's, yeah, that's huge, it's especially huge for our area.
0: Too. Yeah, yeah, it is huge. They're hiring; they're I think they're almost a thousand people now in the city of Detroit. Wow, uh, from last I heard, we have a few StockX folks mentor and participate in some of our programs here, which we we love seeing. Okay. Um, So it feels kind of fun that that we finally got some of this good momentum going. Yeah. And then I know you featured Monica Wheat from Backstage Capital recently and one of my partners in crime on everything we do here. Yes, Uh, yes. But um, it's cool to see more of those national brands and companies from Silicon Valley looking at the city. Right. Looking for, you know... What are the deals outside of the Valley that you're missing? And the really talented founders that are hungry for it. The companies that went through backstage, we just wrapped up that accelerator. I mean, they have a million in revenue or more already when they're applying to this program. Wow. So we have so much traction and talent here. We just need a little bit more of those resources. Yeah. And then I think we're going to see a lot more um, growth, which is, it's just, it's fun. It's fun building something here. And uh, another thing I kind of wanted to share is a trend trend. Somewhat from the backstage companies, um, but also noticing that, you know, I think we do have this opportunity in mobility. Yes. It's a huge opportunity for us uh, with May Mobility now and uh, Integral. We have a lot of cool mobility startups um, and then also kind of like this product e-commerce side. Yes. Um. With the StockX, with you know making products like Gwen from Naturalicious, right? Um. And then you know selling them online, like that kind of taps into our maker and manufacturing kind of history. I sure. think. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of really fun, too. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I think, Donald, the work that you're doing, helping our youth get exposed to that, especially early on, like, that's super important. Thank you. Um, I'd love if you could share what, like, the trends you see there or or what you think our, our youth need to kind of connect.
1: Sure. So for the listeners out there, what I also do as a web developer, I also teach. I teach middle and high school students how to code. i um, looking for some big things to happen fourth quarter of this year with schools and there's a national push overall to include coding as a curriculum for schools. So I'm in a part of a, a summer program this year. I've had a couple of summer pro- programs the past couple of years. And what I'm seeing is that this is the way for, and I, I know uh, for those of you who have been subscribing to our episodes, you've heard me talk before about what's going on in Detroit neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So what's happening now, Amanda, is that in the neighborhoods, we're starting to get the education out. There's are a lot of talented middle and high schoolers in Detroit and around the Detroit area who have not been exposed to this kind of parameter in terms of career options. Right. So, you know, I tell the kids all the time, it's like, okay, you guys know how to use these phones and tablets and you know how to get on laptops, but they don't know how to create. They're consumers and now we're turning them into producers. So now when we have, and most of the projects I work on, we do like project-based uh, activities and samples and then they do their... Um, they do their demos at the end of it. Yeah. So what happens is they're able to display what they've done, and I will tell you the growth comes from them having the just the exposure. Yeah. Because what happens is when when the light bulb comes on with them, it's like you you struck a you struck a fire. Yeah. You know, it's like you 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 struck the fire it's lit now, and now they can see something possible for themselves and career options and in the future. Um, and for example, the uh, the summer program I'm involved with now. We went to Google in Ann Arbor yesterday. Um, I was talking to the kids before, in the beginning of the program, about career options, about what they can do for careers and the type of careers they can have, learning STEM and tech. And so now they're able to see that by going to an actual company that has all of that combined. Yeah. So now. Did any
0: of them. Been to a Google office? or Did they actually know there was a Google office nearby? I think
1: some of them did. Maybe one or two may have been there before, but a lot of them did not know at all.
0: That's so cool.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. And it's the same thing with the exposure. A lot of them, they started the program last year, and they did get exposed to coding, but over the school year, they didn't do any coding. So the new material I'm teaching them now, they didn't have any exposure to that. Yeah. But getting them to understand it and letting supporting them and running with it, they really take to the material. And, and because of them being users already, it, it helps me because as a teacher, what I try to do is get them to understand, okay, this is how you create something in it. And yeah. once they do that, I think that's, like, again, that's when the fire is lit, the that's spark is lit. That's super empowering. Yeah. And then
0: eventually they can, when they're ready, they start building on that by learning about the business models right. behind it. And right. that, that can be super empowering as well. Right. Um, I, haven't, I haven't been to your classroom this summer yet, but we recently, before Startup Week, we hosted a few students okay. from – uh over they're over at Durfee at some special high school after school program where yeah. they were volunteering and learning about it. And the idea they came up with was to have a social media app that was only positive messaging. Yeah, and that yeah, was yeah. just I was so moved by the fact that these like that they're just they care and they're thinking about other yeah. people and they're realizing that bullying you know in school is horrible i think we probably all, all of us have probably had a bullying experience oh, yeah. growing up right and For then sure. cyber bullying which i didn't grow up with as much but the, and just to invent something so fun like that so yeah. we actually were able to have them showcase it at startup week yeah on the last day downtown yeah. and like that's just so empowering because now you have a real product you're building, and then eventually we want them to stay here and work at these new jobs that are being created, right? Yeah, yeah If we want to yeah, yeah. shift this region and move forward and, and get have more jobs in our city, which I think it's all about changing from this old automotive kind of background to yep. this whole new tech and innovative ecosystem that well, we're all building together, you know?
1: Yeah, if you think about it too, just the automotive itself, the automotive industry had to get with the times and reinvent itself, so now... You know, people think about, automobile, OK, dirty old plants and oil everywhere, and people getting their hands dirty. And now it's totally different because we have robotics. We have robots building cars. There's clean energy. Uh, most of the factories, like we're getting the Chrysler plant going to be built soon. Yeah. So that means that there, there is, there's going to be a ton of, of updated technology there. Um, and it, it just lends itself to more careers and better career paths for the, for the children.
0: Also, we forgot to mention Ford's big announcement, I think that's actually already been a year, uh, but they're moving forward on this massive redevelopment for the train station right. to build a mobility hub here. And that, they've, they're have they really shifting to a tech culture, and yeah. that's so transformative to have such a big investment in Corktown, in Detroit. Right. Um, so we're super excited about that, too. But kind of what you were talking about with the youth, I think exposure is really important and a big part of what we do at Bamboo, um, hosting so many events. I didn't know seven years ago when I met my friends that we were actually going to start a business. We were just right. kind of, you know, hanging out, having fun, exploring, happened to be at the right place at the right time. Um, but growing up, it was get a job, go work somewhere 40 years. I yep. think in Metro Detroit, we're still shifting towards this culture. And that's, yeah. this exposure part is a big piece of that. So at Bamboo, we're constantly hosting events, panels, welcoming new speakers so that people are exposed to, you, you can be a founder, you could be a tech founder, you can be a Whatever kind of founder you want to be, yes, it's yes. still an option, and there's tons of support here in Detroit for you.
1: Yeah, and that the, the other thing I was gonna say too, tech is the big equalizer in terms of just career paths because now, um, like I say, well, again with the youth, they're able to look at now. I don't know if I want to work for somebody else. I can probably possibly have my own business. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 cause my generation is the generation where the last 30-year-out thing is gone. We're the last ones to in, in, in really. Um, benefit from that and now you can see changes now employers are not no longer doing pension plans they're trying to get away from health care for retirees so everything is shifting yeah but in detroit we're at such a great growth stage because because of how the auto industry has taken care of us for so long now with tech coming in tech the tech industry pretty much permeates every other industry so now we have our creators we because here we have the highest per capita engineer production in the world like, yeah
0: i don't think most people know that yeah
1: yeah and and so with that being said. Now we have it where a, a situation where we can have these same engineers take them from being, you know, worrying about working in the auto industry or some manufacturing, which is still good, but now they can be creative. Now they can take those same skills and create websites and apps. Well, and other and to be
0: things. honest, the Fords of the world are going to need that. They're yeah. going to want that because yeah. they're shifting from yes. their their old older culture and they're into this whole new world of technology. Yes. So they need those kind of thinkers and startups to partner with Absolutely. and invest in. Um yeah, so I don't it's it's a really exciting time. Yes. It's been really fun to see things change. Um and I'm glad you bring in a lot of the talk the, the conversation around the neighborhoods and exposure because I think that's important to Detroit right now. We don't wanna be two Detroits. Right. Most of us doing this kind of work. We really do care. We wanna see it be inclusive. We want to make space for everyone and that... That's very unique than other cities. Um, yes. you don't hear that in other cities. And in, in fact, Silicon Valley has the opposite problem. They don't know how to hire a diverse talent. They've they've they they're stuck. And yep. that's why, you know, backstage and having more programs like that enter, I think sets us up for better success and a better foundation now as Absolutely. we grow. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, I think I hope this was interesting to share a little bit about Bamboo's story, uh, kind of the trends we're seeing and the companies we're seeing come through. Yes. I know we have listeners all around the world tuning in, um, mostly all around the country too. And oftentimes we hear from people who they grew up in Michigan, they grew up in Detroit, they moved away. Now they're having a family or now they're having a career change and they, they kind of want to come back. And We don't blame you. It's really cool here. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. So I think we wanted to do this like quick recap and touch base episode to talk about some of that and also open it up and let you know that we want to hear from you uh what companies you want us to spotlight in detroit what trends how can you connect to this region um what sponsorships and partnerships could look like we're very open to that as well as we grow this platform donald um how many people are we reaching monthly on this podcast now?
1: Currently, we're we're varying. It's at the minimum. It's ten thousand listeners per month. Uh, in the past couple of months, we hit almost. Uh, I think month before, last month we hit almost fifteen thousand. Um, month before last, I'm sorry. So last month we hit like twelve thousand. It's a little teetering off a little bit, but it's definitely a a wide range of listenership we have, folks. Um, and these list our listeners all over the world. Most of them from the U.S. So if you're interested in sponsoring please do. I mean, we welcome anybody. We want to make sure we showcase as many people as we can, and that's what our goal is.
0: Yeah, and we're open, especially if you're a local company or looking to enter into the ecosystem. We want to help you do that. We want to tell your story. We want to make sure you're connected to these leaders that we're featuring, because we're very, it's very unique. We're a very collaborative ecosystem. When Backstage entered in, we all rallied and came to support. We had... 70 like 60, 70 people apply to be mentors, and that was more than any of the other cities. And that yeah. to me, that just shows that like Detroit is ready yes. for what's gonna happen next. We're ready to keep shifting this economy and this ecosystem. And but we need your support and we need you to weigh in on what on what's helpful to hear from, from us too. Um I think that's probably all that was on my mind. Uh, but Donald, do you have anything else?
1: Yes. The only thing I want to close out with folks is that with Detroit, as I always talk about on every episode, how it's, it's, it's resurgent. Uh, the resurgence is real. Uh, good young people like yourself, Amanda, and other young people that have come back. You know, Their parents and grandparents may have been born and raised here and moved out. But now the next generation, the millennials are coming back. Everybody's coming back and pitching in. And for folks who are not familiar with Detroit, we really are in a true renaissance I would encourage any of you to come visit us, come check us out, go online, see what's going on, go on Bamboo's website, go on many, you know, you can go on Detroit's tourism website to see some of the things that are going on. And we really, really want to showcase local talent because we have a lot of talent here and a lot of their stories are not being heard. And that's why we're having the Doers Network as a platform because of the fact we want to make sure that people get exposure and people know who they are and the world gets a chance to see Detroit's resurgence firsthand, up close and personal.
0: Right. And you never know what young kid is uh, listening. Right. <laughs> right. Days. Exactly.
1: And so if you're young people listening, um, shout out to my people at Smash Wayne State University. I know my young people that told me today they want to check out the podcast. So hopefully you all listen to it. Um, and I encourage you all to keep going, keep the faith and keep pursuing your dreams because they are real. And, and Detroit wants to be the place to make it possible. So. So with that being said, Amanda, I think we're about ready to wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on and doing the check-in for us. And um, I'm glad we had this conversation because it is really crucial, I think, for us to let people know what we're doing and who we are and what we're trying to help and who we're trying to help. So thank you so much.
0: Thanks, Donald. And we'll see you all in the next episode.
1: So thank you once again for listening. Again, this is Donald Robinson II. And you've been listening to The Doers Network, where actives grow and thrive. We hope you've enjoyed this episode with me and Amanda Luan, co-founder and CEO of Bamboo Detroit. And for our quick recap on what's happening with Bamboo and what's going on with Detroit, we appreciate your listenership and we ask that you come visit us again. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Bamboo Detroit, located in the heart of downtown Detroit. Bamboo Detroit specializes in co-working space and amenities for entrepreneurs and forward thinkers. Bamboo Detroit. Bamboo Detroit where we do more together because Detroit is for doers. If you would like to support our podcast, you can become a sponsor of the Doers Network. We have gold, silver, and bronze packages available. If you have a business you would like to promote, you'll be able to reach over 10,000 listeners around the world each month at your fingertips. So if you want to reach our audience of founders, CEOs, innovators, and leaders, become a sponsor today. For more information, email us at info at We appreciate your support by subscribing to our podcast right here on the Doers Network. Thanks for listening.
0: You've been listening to the Doers Podcast, where actives grow and thrive. The Doers Podcast is produced by Bamboo Detroit Network. For more information, visit us at bamboodetroit.com.